He's manipulative and an asshole and just like you. Yep. <laughs> Without a doubt. We're having more and more problems with our intro. Well, this thing keeps switching on me. I don't know why it's doing that. See, every time I click back over here, it's changing on me. I need this thing. I need the stream deck to work right, and it's not wanting to. Let's see. There we go. I'm afraid when I click, it's going to change again, but... We'll figure it out. Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast, often imitated, never duplicated, your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. We don't sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. I'm posted up on them 15s with And welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast, and Matt... Episode 99. Man. Episode 99. How nuts is that? When we started, they said most podcasts about last five or six episodes and they're done, and we're at 99. 80% of podcasts end after uh, five episodes, yes. So we are in that 20%, but we are at episode 99. And, and you know what the amazing thing is, Matt? People still come in here and talk to us at 99 episodes. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and, and actually, there's people watching and listening, too. That's amazing. But I have to say this. We're we're only like 30 seconds into the show, and there's already a comment from Britton Gotze throwing love, and it's not to you, and it's not to me. Well, I expected that. Yeah. We're already... Already, no love from Gotze. Well, we don't give him a check on Saturday night, so I can understand that. And that is true. We've got probably the most popular person yes. at the racetrack. Yeah. From After the, the race, the, at least. Yes. Uh, Can I like stop you right there? <laughs> oh, it depends on how well the night went. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I would agree with that. So, but if they get to see you, they're not leaving empty-handed. So that that's a positive. Unless they thought they finished somewhere, then right on. Really yeah. Didn't. Oh yeah. Unless you got to explain why it's not yep. what they thought it was going to yep. be. Yeah. And I was going to say this later on in the show, but. I don't really have a very good view of where I'm at. Oh, yeah, the track? Yeah. Yeah. So you actually knowing where people finish, you really don't. No, yeah. No. You're at the mercy of just what you're told. Right. So to all you drivers out there, she doesn't know. Nope. Yeah, it's not her fault that she doesn't know. That's where she was placed to work at. So, Nikki, let's start here because I, I know you're nervous, <laughs> and I'm going to call you out for it because... Okay. We've been, we've been messaging, and I said I wanted to have you come on, and, and we really appreciate you coming on. And you said, man, I just don't know. I, I, I'm afraid I'm going to be worried. I don't know what I'm going to do. So we're going to start really easy. Okay. Because you've grown up around the racetrack your whole life. I have. And it's the same thing I love asking drivers, because this isn't something you do, whether it's working at the track, you know, Matt announcing what I do with the, the video and podcast. 
this isn't just like a hobby or a job. This is something you have to love and have a passion for. So where's it come from? Um, my dad started racing back um, in the mid eighties. Um, I was always with him. Uh, he was my best friend. Um, we started out, I started, or he started out, and then I started out um, just in the backyard racing with um, Kyle Pillman, which now works for Hendrick Motorsports. Um, we had a dirt track out there. We'd go out there every Saturday and Sunday. Honeytown Bottoms is where we went. <laughs> Best okay. times ever. Um, and then Dad said, you want to race? Sure. So um, Jerry and my dad um, put a car together. Uh, me and Kyle shared it. I got to drive in the rookie class, and he was older than me, so he got to do the junior class. Um, but they set it up to where we could both drive. That's pretty cool. And so we started out at um, Columbus at the go-kart track. Very cool. The one out the fairgrounds? Down at the fairgrounds. Okay. And um, 80 – I looked back. I had to dig out my folder. <laughs> 88 – was my first no 89 was my first year and um i got rookie of the year that year i was the only girl racing so that was awesome. kind of a big thing until um i don't know if many of you know her leah chandler leah um, roberts started coming in in 91. Hmm. okay so then we kind of hung together she was my <laughs> track buddy because there was a girl there to hang out with um and then um in 92 my dad had um a thousand pounds of steel falling and um the racing family stuck together and um got me to the track every weekend hmm. for a year and then i couldn't do it no more i gotta say this out of 99 episodes that is one of the coolest stories that we've I, heard i was thinking the same thing and i you know, obviously, you can tell the passion and how how much it meant to you, and and just to touch on what you said there at the end. You know, people and we talk about it on here a lot, but people don't understand when you talk about racing family. And I know that a lot of other sports like to talk about how it's like a family. Like racing, truly is a family. Yeah. I mean, you can things can happen, good, bad. You can be mad at a person. You know, it's. It, everybody in the pits is like brothers or sisters i mean you may hate each other one day and you know but you're still going to come back to the same place and support each other and help each other it's just amazing absolutely and you know to be at the track every weekend and be there for the years that i have been um as we were talking before the show you know to see hudson and donnie you see austin burton daryl now you got bryce. bryce in there yeah you know Tyler Kane and his, you know, we grew up, I grew up around Tyler. You know, you see them in there together. Oh, yeah. I I love that. And I'm just going to tell you on the other end of it, I'm jealous. Oh, yeah. You know, I would love to have that with, you know, back in the day again. Mm-hmm. Well, just, you know, this is the time I've been at Brownstown. I've lost two family members and I've had more people at the racetrack give me condolences out of that than the people I work with every day. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the people at the racetrack, you know, when my sister passed, you know, she was the last of my family that passed. Race car drivers, you know, reaching out to me and, and coming up to me when I was at the racetrack. I'd go to my, my job and people there wouldn't even bring it up. But, you know, all, almost everybody at the racetrack would come and let me know. Mm-hmm. And, and that, like Dustin said, with the family, <clears throat> it is family. Mm-hmm. We see each other one day a week, but it's family, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and you know, you think back of Oh gosh, racing season's gonna start. You know, for me, it's every weekend. It's not. Oh, I can call in, right on, or I can go. You know, out to the lake for the weekend and not worry about it. Nope. March to October. And I told Dustin that not too long ago. I said it's the most strenuous one day a week job you have because like there's no one that can do our jobs if we mm-hmm. don't show up. Yep. I mean, it's I have to be there. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. you know, to to go back and do childhood again adult you know all that could you have as great a time now you know and to see those kids out there having it i know there's frustrated times do i take it personally when they come to the window and they're mad no i don't but you know what we're not that shoulder to cry on right 
I mean, I'll pat you on the back and say I'm sorry, but that's, <laughs> that's about it. all I oh, can yeah. do. Yeah. The sensitivity training hasn't met the payout window yet. <laughs> You're not getting it there. But but I do want to ask this, and this may, you know, not be a, a fair question because I don't want to I don't want to you know pick a scab. But when you talk about the fact that you know you are jealous of some of those things that mm-hmm. that these these others get, and and you don't have that opportunity, is it has it been hard for you the 19 years working at the track? to come back every year and be there or does it is it a connection that you you keep you know i thought about that because we'll probably get on to this later down the road you know got a son that's 11 years old you know he's into sports himself i want to be there i want to be able to cheer him on just like my dad was cheering me on on the racetrack right um I think back about it and we were just talking about this today and another one I want to mention if you know you see him together is Georgia Mason Covey mm-hmm. you know Mason's helped me out a lot this week I've had car issues past two weeks actually and you know I was in there talking to Mason today and we were all kind of chit-chatting back and forth and I said if I was to ever just give it up I said I would miss everybody you know, you see those people of, you know, I'm not always at the window, but they're, hey, is Nikki back there? Yeah. You know, or they'll wave at me if they see me, you know, that's what I'm going to miss one day. And it's, and it's so weird to me too, because you start to get to where, like, like you talked about, you start growing with these people. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you see them grow. And when you get away from it for a while and you come back, it's like, you've lost this whole thing of time. And that's what people don't understand is, when it's weekly like that, like even in other sports, like you may play a team and know somebody on the team and you see them once or twice a year. In racing, most everybody is at the same track every Saturday night. You see them weekly, like you said, mm-hmm. from March until October. And the October to March always seems much shorter than what it really is anyway because right. it comes back around. But it is such a a loss when you're you're not around those people that much. Mm-hmm. Well, you get excited. At least I do for the the night of the, the banquet because you know you went from October to January mm-hmm. and you do start missing everybody that you see every. And it's like, but then when they start saying, "We'll see you soon," I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, we have a little more time, right? Yeah, yeah, because you're trying to plan your vacations, everything for race season. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been that person of um, you leave on Sunday and you come back on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Last time yep. I went to Florida, we got done with the races, and my family was home waiting, and we got in the car and drove straight to Florida after the races. Mm-hmm. I drove straight down to Florida, and like we was back Friday so I could be at the racetrack on mm-hmm. Saturday night. So, yeah. And I think that's something that's interesting with, with what you guys do that, that people on the outside don't understand because it's like you said, it's, it's the most strenuous one-day-a-week job, but sometimes, and I know you and I have had these honest conversations, there's that when you've hit that week of you know, six, seven, eight weeks in a row – and there's any chance of rain on Saturday, you're sitting there and, and you're like, gosh, a rain out wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I mean, we, just as, as long as you rained out at 10 a.m. Yes. yes. So yes. you can enjoy your Saturday. Yeah, we've had those the past couple weeks <laughs> yeah, that the, I the really past don't couple like. Weeks haven't been good. If you're already there and locked in, let's yeah. roll. Yeah, well, I, that's what Jim asked me last week. He goes, what time did you leave the, the, the Saturday before when we got rained out? I said, I pulled out of here at 9.15, Jim. Yeah, it I didn't mean, help me any. No. Yeah. I was out here at, you know, 1 o'clock, and I didn't leave till 9.15, yeah. you know. Yeah, I love the rainouts when, you know. Yeah, you need the rain Friday. You need that hard thunderstorm or a real Friday. Or early Saturday morning. Yes. Like. Now, here a couple weeks ago, Lane was playing in Mooresville. Of course, we had early games, so I'm like, okay, we got this, you know. Got our first one in just fine. The second one, it started thundering, so they put us on a 30-minute delay, yeah. and I'm like, crap. Then it was another 30 minutes, and I'm like, you're really cutting into my travel time. (laughs) (laughs) Then they said, well, we're going to push it back to 2 o'clock, and I'm like, sweet. So I'm like making phone calls, seeing who can pick me up in Edinburgh (laughs) to like get me to the track, you know? It rained on me, and then as soon as I pulled out of the parking lot, they called it for the day, but as soon as I I followed rain all the way to Taylorsville, and I'm like, we're going to get rained out. We're just going to get rained out. I know we are. Nope we didn't we raced that night well it's like that summer nationals night that was the most amazing amazing rain event i've Mm -hmm. ever seen because i'm watching the radar from work and i'm like gosh it's gonna hit them it's gonna hit them 
And I text Ryan Bowling, and I'm like, all right, man, what's it doing a high grade? And he's like, dude, it just started pouring here. And then I saw Brett and Gotsy's at the track, so I text him, and I go, what's it doing? And he goes, dude, I'm sitting here. It ain't ready to drop. And I'm yeah. I'm looking at the radar. There is no way it's not raining there. And he's like, dude, I'm telling you, come over because it's not raining. And you don't know how many times I've been on my way to the track, and I get to Crane Hill, and it's pouring mm-hmm. down. And by the time we get to Brownstown, you like nothing. the city, there's nothing. <laughs> I would have swore two weeks ago it was going to follow the river the whole night. If, if I could have laid money on it, I was I was thinking it was going to follow the river and it was going to miss us. But it got we got that tail end of the, it. And they, the very tail. The very tail of it. And you could see it. They said you could see it coming across the lake. Yeah. Wow. Because, you know, when you're up in the tower, you can actually, you know, you can see you over see the dam. Where, yeah. And you can see it like that wall of, we're like, because we told you know, the flagman, we're like, get out of the flag stand. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's on its way. Wow. So talking about your son and obviously being in sports, did he ever have an interest to get in a car or do anything? No, he's he's been down to the track quite a bit. There for a while he would go, but you know, the position I'm in, it's long days. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not a lot of fun. You for... know, and I don't feel right pawning him on somebody else, if that's mm. the words to use. You know, I don't care that he runs around with his little buddy for a while. Um, Dylan always still asks, where's he at? You know, he's into playing ball now, you know. Um, he still asks me on Sundays <laughs> who won mom <laughs> you know so and it's not you know he would still go if we had time but he just doesn't have time right now and I'm it, okay with that he can yeah you know well that travel baseball is a it's a full-time gig I mean is. that is well that's what sucked my son in. you know he was never my son he'll show up at the, the fun fest he's about the only race he'll show up a year at mm-hmm. and that's it you know he's 24 years old and plays softball now because he's too old to play baseball anymore yeah you know this is our fair week so it was always a big week i take vacation this week you know worked on the i would have mon- sundays and mondays off but then then i did um tuesday night was demo night wednesday yeah. night was tractor pulls and then two nights of racing so we would go down and he would you know he would go to tractor pulls with me and he liked to go to the demo and you know and then have the fair going on and <laughs> well yeah that is like the I think that's the gut punch of the the whole year for me is that we were not going to get those the Thursday night races and and you know and getting to see those are always my favorite races of the it, year. It is, and I you know we we talk about you know Mark Schaefer and what he does, but the pictures with the uh, Ferris wheel. the Ferris wheel in the background, it just it is really really too bad that we're going to lose those. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. get maybe a Saturday night, but not with the Ferris wheel in the back. Yeah, we're going to get the Saturday <laughs> night, but. Which we were going to be off this Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> um, I'll be in Salem. We'll be at Brownstown. Uh, the advantage uh, to being in Salem, though, dollar beer night. I'm just throwing it out there. Dollar you, beer night. So we'll go back to, you say, you know, continued on. You know, I've spent many, many, many Sundays at Salem. Oh, yeah. On the in, in turns three and four up on the hill right back on. in the day mm-hmm. you know oh, dad yeah. in the wagon here we go and actually that's where i learned to drive at really was on the way home from salem speedway mm-hmm. that's we awesome would turn at the top of crane hill and we would go down through the bottoms to come home that is awesome that's very cool on three on the tree on a green dodge there you, <laughs> there you go. go yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little if you can drive three on a tree you can drive anything <laughs> yeah. And we talked about that the other day. If you want to stop all the texting and stuff, put a manual transmission yeah. back in cars and make them learn to drive it. So, yeah. So, but let's talk a little bit about what you do at the track. And, and I, I threw it out last week because I do think, like we we joked and talked that you're the person that gives the payouts at the end of the night, and that makes what you do such a seem way minor, way more minor than what it really is. But that's why I wanted to have you on when Matt and I were talking about it because. You're one of those people behind the scenes that I don't know that everybody knows all that you do, but if it's if you're not there, the races don't run the way they're supposed to. So, as I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> so what what all you know? You talk about the long days. What all does it entail when you get to the track? How are you? How, how's your night start when you get there on Saturday? You know, I've got to get the bands, the money, get all that out for the girls to go. Um, just make sure that. <laughs> I'm ready to go, you know, because just because, yeah, I'll, I'll admit, I enjoy my AC every now and then, 
But that doesn't mean that I sit in there all night. Right. You know, they're needing mm-hmm. money at the concession stands or they're needing, you know, sign-in sheets at the gate where Matt's brother works at now or needing more armbands or, you know, I'm running down and checking on the front gate girls. Mm-hmm. I won't lie. Sometimes I feel like that I throw them to the wolves. And well, you'll catch me down there. I'll be helping them out if they're backed up on the road because that's, it's, they don't like it. A lot of times we've been called at the Jackson that, you know, they're backed up to the jail. Well, mm-hmm. we get in trouble. So I'll go out there and I'll work the front gate. To be honest with you, I miss that spot. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Why? Yes. You got to see everybody. Yeah. Yep. You know, you work those girls from 3, 3.30 to about 7, 7.30. It's on. Mm-hmm. But you know what? And then they can sit back and chill out. You know, I'm like, I'm okay with that. You know, when they've got sweat beads coming off of them, their shirts are sopping wet. I mean, we've got the best place to get your tan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think the cool thing is, too, seeing them then. is like you said, even when somebody comes to pick up at the other night, if if they thought they were in a different spot or they didn't get the money they thought they should have, you know, there may be that argument, but... Out there at the beginning of the night, everybody's pretty happy. Oh, yeah. There's at least excitement. Mm-hmm. Like, at least I've got the hope that something's mm-hmm. going to go right tonight. So you do get to see everybody, and it's usually at least a positive from what you're seeing. Because whenever you hear the complaining about, oh, I thought, you know, this paid more or that paid more. I have a hard time with that because I want to say sometimes if, how long have you been racing here? Yeah. Like, have, do, do you not look at our payouts before you came? I mean, if I'm driving two hours, I'm going to look at the payouts before I go anywhere. No, because they were worried about messaging the Facebook page about if it was raining yes. and what the rain yeah. was going to do six hours from now. No, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for Nikki and Wendy the most is in middle of the races when something happens and a driver goes to you guys to complain about what happened on the track and like you said earlier you don't see it you have no clue what happened and when they keep digging and digging and i just there's been times that i say turn around that is what we see yeah we see toter homes and we see a hill of dirt yeah that's it and and even then you guys are busy you're not even if you had a view it's not like you're sitting back just watching the races making your opinion on what's going on like you're you don't even get a consistent Mm -mm time to sit down and watch anything that's going on again and you have no view but i kind of wish there was a a track steward that was on that side of the track that would absorb some of that that actually watches the race and oh i was gonna say we we're pretty uh no i'm thankful for jimmy b no but yeah but you know he's he's always everywhere but but it you know that way there's one person they could take those complaints to in the pits and you know i'll get back with you Mm -hmm. you know or something because like you guys get hit and you don't even have a clue and you're so you're totally yeah. blindsided with that right there yep. and you know emotions run high in racing i mean racing is very emotional mm-hmm. and they know you guys are there in the pit shack and i mean you guys get it with both barrels sometimes so let's go back you talked about the front gate and you how you miss it so how did you get started because you posted a really cool picture at the summer nationals mm-hmm. about how this all started 19 years ago so how did you end up working at the track i'm rachel um, Johnson that is in that picture she worked for Mark Norman then mm-hmm. um, and she was needing help <laughs> but it was in the concession stand and I'm like Psh, I can do that so I was um, as Debbie Alt which is in the mm-hmm. picture also I was dog woman for a while I did the hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> what a way to start you gotta, Being dog you gotta woman. start somewhere and, you know, and Rachel's like oh we'll get help and you won't have to be in here no more well it was like week after week after week <laughs> and I'm like that's the, okay. that's the ending statement right there yeah. we'll find someone to replace you um then it just kind of led from there um i moved from concession stand to i went to the tower i scored with rachel and um for a while and then she got to where her boys were playing ball and she gave it up and then um about that time is when mark gave it over to tim and um, I stayed working with Tim for a while. And um, then it was, then they were needing help at the front gate. Well, Tim <laughs> wanted me down at the front gate. So that's where I went. And that was my longest, was down at the front gate. And then um, I got asked to go to the pit shack to be with Farah and work the, the what Wendy does now of doing the bands. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a few years. <laughs> And um, then seven years ago, probably around about this time, I was um, in Florida 
and I got a call from Tim and he said uh, couldn't ask you to do something could I and I'm like I don't where's know. this going where's this going <laughs> he said well he said you wouldn't want to work for Jim Price would you and I said what and he's like me and Farrah are giving it up and I said okay I said well I guess if you think that I could do it and he said I wouldn't recommend you if I didn't think that you could do it he said you've been around long enough he said you know the ins and the outs um he said you've been down there with Farrah for how many years you know what goes on down there I said I don't know nothing about QuickBooks <laughs> <laughs> so I taught myself real quick um and ever since then I'm in the position that I am now so so I gotta ask this because Matt he had to one-up me a little bit but Matt's dream was always to be able to drive the pace truck and he got to at summer nationals which meant he got one up on me because I got to drive the pace truck last year um but I drove more laps I know I know that was the one-up part we I wasn't going to address that part but have you ever got to drive the pace truck? I have drove the pace truck. Yeah, she has. That's, she actually raced in a Hornet race, I announced, I too. have raced in a Hornet race. You know, there for a while I was big on, uh, there's not much that I haven't done around here. So that's Matt's whole deal. So he's got to hit every I job. I want to do every job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm on, I, I was on that kick for a while, too. Yeah. But I kind of have backed off <laughs> just a little bit. See, the fun fest is when I like bounce around and try different things, because you can. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's... Uh, well, you know, I always said, you know, I haven't drove a wrecker. And I haven't done the water truck, but I'm going to throw this out there. Um, After seeing Chad Stapleton in it maybe a couple (laughs) years ago and no breaks, I think I'll pass on that one. Just don't drive the water truck when K-Rob's on the track. Yes. Yes, we can't do that either. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bad deal. But, I, you know, the funny thing is I I don't even work for the track, and I never know what I'm going to get drug into because – Sometimes I just get that that announcement that I need to call Matt Staples' cell phone, and that usually means we got a job for you. <laughs> something's getting ready. We to are happen. we are so spread thin, and and you'll say, I mean, we are so thin that it's like, can anyone help us real quick? Because we're all busy right now. And see, and that's where I want to, you know, you talk about every weekend, March to October. You know, I've always had, and I don't mean to sound just me as a track but the girls that i crew or you know yeah um i've always had a good crew Mm -hmm. you know there's some that i miss dearly and i wish i could have them back just every now and then you know um just miss the fun we always had you Mm -hmm. know all that stuff whenever you come around to the jacksons and we're planning two weeks ahead of time of who's what's going to bring what food and you know that kind of stuff or you know it takes and i feel bad right now because i have two girls three girls that can work the front gate and you know i say can work the front gate. anybody can do it but it takes special people to do it Mm -hmm. and i'm going to leave it at that it does because it is a it doesn't look like a pressure job, but like you just said earlier, when you start seeing the cars back up and you've got, you know, toters coming in and trailers and mm-hmm. it gets hairy down there real oh, yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's go back. So you, um, so you, obviously you started out your racing career. You've raced in a Hornet. Um, <laughs> under an assumed name that night. Uh-huh. Under an assumed name. Yeah. Uh, that was hilarious. Because I announced the whole race and didn't know it was her. And after she got done, Jamie looks at me and says, you know who that was, right? And I said, I didn't. And she told me, you know, and I was like, oh. I didn't get a race the whole race either. No, Remember, you broke. I, I yeah. broke and I had to pull in. So what yeah. assumed name did you use? My real name. Yeah, her, her real name. <laughs> that no one knows. But. <laughs> that no one knows. <laughs> so I thought maybe you had something like really cool. But like. I did have a Timbuktu town as my Yeah, that she was hometown. from Timbuktu. <laughs> Cause I do remember seeing that, and I was like, "Is this real?" <laughs> I went to announce that. I've I've flagged. Just ask Jason Heyman about that one. Yeah, it, it got him caught. <laughs> oh, that was the powder puff. He was going to pull off on the white flag that Nikki forgot to throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do remember that story. A fun fest. I um, 
thought it would be cool to push a sprint car. <laughs> did you come in a little hot? Um, first one, I did perfect. I was like, look at this, Kevin. I've got this damn pat. You know, and we come back around to the pits, and I get my second one, and they didn't tell me he was a rookie driver, too. <laughs> so we <laughs> were coming out of the lineup shoot, and um, getting up over the little berm. Well, I had him rolling, and he stopped and i rolled right over at the top of his back wheel <laughs> they said that you could see the underside of the push truck yeah <laughs> now you are the most popular person at fun fest because you bring all the pizzas yeah yeah my car stinks for like five days after that <laughs> yeah i mean she she's the person everyone is waiting on yeah. because she, she brings all the pizzas in there i don't know if you still awake at the pizza time last year but uh well i had had a long day <laughs> <laughs> it had been a long day um and i was tired and i wanted to be really refreshed for friday yeah. Yeah. it was important for me to be prepared we didn't end up getting the chance to race on friday but you know we had a live broadcast and i wanted to be my best self for friday did i sell that at all no okay uh, I tried. Uh, I tried. The people were there know better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rough night. So, Nikki, if 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 you had continued racing, we talked about you know being in the Hornet. Imagining you were still racing, what class would you love to be racing in right now at Brownstown Speedway? Oh, heavens, I don't know. That would have been Dad's choice. That would have been. I, I could see probably like a super stock. All right. I could. He. I mean, he worked for Dill Whittemore on on the race crew for mm -hmm. a while. Um, traveled with them. You know, he's helped Jimmy Reddick go to the racetrack. Um, he was around. I mean, there was a lot. I grew up with a lot of. Uh, I thought how I was. I've been thinking how I was going to say this. <laughs> If I wasn't around dirt with my dad, I was in the garage on Thursday nights doing bucket racing and beer drinking. Every Thursday night they went to Johnny Kane's garage to talk about racing and sit on buckets and drink beer. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And I do want to I do want to say here, Steve Peden. Um, no, Steve, not that night. It wasn't Bush Light, uh, but I do love my new 40 ounce cup that. I can use uh, for bush light. What was that that we had that night? I can't remember. Uh, that night it was Seymour's um, own yes. Eric Stam's almond bite. Yeah, uh, mixed with fireball. So shout out Eric Stam, little almond bite. If you haven't tried it, go try it. We need some more. October's getting close. I know. <laughs> no, yeah, Eric. If you're if you're watching, <laughs> give me a call, man. <laughs> need, need need a refill. Uh, but no, I, I do want to say this real quick, just as a as a plug. But um, man, if you haven't looked at what M Two Designs is doing, and they this is they're not even a sponsor of the show. So uh, Morgan and Megan, if you want to sponsor, <laughs> let me know. Uh, but instead of harassing the pit shack girls, there, um, <laughs> Morgan. Because the one thing they did sponsor the racetrack was Fast Time, and Tyler Neal gets it. <laughs> yeah, they, was that set up or what? Yeah, it, we talked. I mean, that's. You can't trust all them. I mean, they're a peeding. Um, I mean, Steve's on here right now. I mean, watching from Florida. Is so. he still in Destin? Uh, but I do got to say, I mean, the the cups they're making are amazing. Um, somehow mine came with a P3 sticker on it. I don't know how that happened. Uh, well, when they gave it to me, I thought it was mine, and they said I had to give it to you. <laughs> but I, I do have a great Tyler Neal sticker on it. I got a Zach Burton sticker on it. Some great Thirsty Goat, um, Dirt to Media and stuff on there. Um, but, yeah, so we're working on a cover-up for that, uh, that P3 sticker. Uh, but I think the reason why they put that on there is they knew they were delivering it to you and knew you wouldn't keep it if the P3 sticker was on there, no, because who would? I'm still playing innocent. I haven't, I haven't bashed Steve on here like you have. Oh. I need one of his race car doors for my barn. Oh, see. he said easy roller. He's home now. Uh, <laughs> so he, he might be driving down 65 headed towards me right now, but no, <laughs> nothing but love for Peden. I do love Peden, but uh, we did have a question here. Let me see where I don't want to miss it. Uh, Mike Field says, Nikki, what was your dad's name and car number? Um, Jim Wascom, 
and his number was 44. So there you go, Mike, number 44, um, Jim Wascom. So, so let me ask you this. What you talk about all those times with your dad, and I don't want to <laughs> – I'm sorry. I'm laughing about Pete and not this. This is a serious question. I shouldn't be watching what Pete's typing. Uh, He's a bad influence. He is. I'm going to have to move that over there. Uh, but you talk about your dad on a serious note. Uh-huh. What were those things – and I, I don't want to – I don't want to – make you emotional but what were those things that you learned being around him that meant so much because it's it's a it's a very very apparent how important he was to you and you talk about being there bucket racing on thursday nights and all that what were those qualities that you learned from him being around him that was a hard one kind of stumped me on that um Just to never give up. That's a good always one. Do, always do your best. I mean, that's where I say, he if I can remember where he used to stand at, at Columbus Cart Track. I mean, that's you know, mm-hmm. just watching him. If he was, the, I mean, what he was telling me, or you know, and it, it's I don't know. It was just me and my dad always bonded. Um, growing up I was his little George you know just I don't know it was just time time with him you know that a lot of people didn't get as growing up I didn't care about the, the Barbie dolls I was the biggest tomboy you probably ever met in your life at a go-kart track every weekend you know out in the <laughs> out in the race shop with dad I mean mm-hmm. that's just where we that's what we did um I don't know mom and I are close I mean we're close now um, probably not as close as we should be, but you know, um, he was just always my. Or how, what word am I looking for? My hero. That's awesome. Well, that's like you know, my daughter comes and races with me every Saturday, mm-hmm. and she'd rather be there than anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you heard you describe that, that's why I think of her is you and I say, well, I'm going to the racetrack. You know, she's in the truck with yeah. me. And she can't wait to get there, and you know she loves being there. And no, her punishments to not be able to go. Th- to the that's the first thing when she does wrong. Absolutely, and you know I that. know it. I know the it. first I'm... thing we take away from her is you're not going to go Saturday night, and we have crippled her. I mean, she begs for us to take phones, to you know, to spank her, to do you know, but don't. She's like, don't take the track away. And I if mean, she that, ever does something big, and it's around Dream Time in the spring. You threaten she doesn't get to go to the Dream. It gets serious. Oh yeah, when, when we get close to the Dream oh, at Eldora. Gosh. I mean, she straightens herself up. She's like, I'm not going to screw this up, so I get to go. I mean, mm-hmm. she loves the racetrack. When you're describing that about yourself, that's that's what I see with her. I was I'm, I was his shadow. Yeah. I mean, everywhere. Just the nights that um, he worked for Indiana Steel, for Dill, for several years. And, you know, there was nights that he would go have to go back and check on um, if the plant w- was good. Right. You know, we didn't live too far from the plant, and so we would always jump on the motorcycle. You know, just to ride over there, just to see, you know, if everything was okay. <laughs> Until he dumped me one night, then I kind of got scared of it for a while. But <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll that, that happens. Yeah, that'll pull you off for a little bit for sure. Um, so, and now I have, and my dad's been gone for 13 years, um, but now I have his car. He had a '69 Roadrunner. Oh my God! Yeah, that is, it's, it will never go anywhere. You know, I've had several people offer me, can I have it? Can I buy it? You know, whatever. Nope. Well, it's priceless to you. Yeah, it's priceless to yeah, me. Yeah. You know, it, you'll never... I hate that it sits more than it does. It does need some work just from sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, but t- to try to find somebody that... You well, trust. You trust and that will work on those kind of things oh, yeah. that... Well, you and you get in that catch-22, like, of when you've got a vehicle like that. You wish you drove it more, but you're so terrified. I know my, when my dad built the street rod that he built he got to the point where it was like he didn't want to drive it because if something ever happened he knew he couldn't replace it the way he wanted to and he's like i just i, I just get nervous and i'm like and it's not what he's done it's everybody around you right gonna it's run everybody else is yeah. gonna be stupid and mm-hmm. so that's a that is definitely a tough thing when you're dealing with something like that for sure before dad passed away he um he had a three-car garage and he was um backing it in and he had certain ways that he done things and don't know what he was thinking that day but he got the driver's side front fender on it 
and I mean it crushed him so but he left it and that was the way it was given to me and um, here a few years ago Darren Ritchie at Jim's Body Shop said won't you let me fix that for you and it was the hardest thing to do because that's the way he left it right oh I could imagine that that yeah. would yeah, be, be very very, very tough but you know I'm like they done wonderful could have not you would never know <laughs> that's amazing that's pretty cool uh but looking ahead you know and and i know we <coughs> and i want to talk a little bit more about you know your son lane and baseball and you trying to balance everything because i know when we were messaging <laughs> i just laugh because it's it's insane w- what you're trying to do right now with everything um you know going forward though how do you see that balance working for you you know i think i think this year has been the toughest on me just the simple fact you know i enjoyed my time from march till mm-hmm. may when we started yeah i'm not going to lie <laughs> um then you know for our baseball season it was pushed back too so you know i got hit with everything and i knew when the barn door opened it was going to be game on and that was what it was um lane has played every weekend for the past seven weekends i say this but i'm not really thankful you know this weekend is our last weekend um to play travel ball um of course it's got to be one of those that's an hour and 28 minutes away (laughs) but i'm gonna make part of it happen and then um, we're taking off and going to Florida for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to travel back home and we're going to stop at Elizabethtown, Kentucky. And he has been offered to play in um, All-American Baseball for in Elizabethtown next yeah. weekend. But then we're going to wrap it up for a while. Awesome. So that, to me, is kind of a relief. Yeah. Um, just a simple fact because we don't know what's going to happen in two or three weeks yeah. right I'm just going to say this and I could be wrong but I don't feel like that we will be at Brownstown Speedway <laughs> in a few weeks just by everything the way it's playing out me being in healthcare, mm-hmm. me listening to the governor me seeing what's happening in Ohio right now yeah I just don't I think that we better race and enjoy it while we can I agree with you 100% I said that too yeah that it I don't think it's going to go as long as we expect it to. No, but in the off, I mean, in the chance of you know, we're going to get through August real quick. You know, with school going back, you know, the races that we do have, we do have a couple weekends off, Matt. Yeah. Though, I mean, for now. Thank you. Can we have some sunshine those days? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then you know, we get into September, and then we're looking at the Jackson if that if if, if we can get that under our belts, you know, and that's just not a show up on Saturday or show. <laughs> oh, I mean, let me back up let's show up on thursday Thursday. friday and pull a show together yeah you know i've already ordered i ordered armbands for the jackson back in february um i had them for the icebreaker you know it's not something that you just call up and get them the next day so um you know you got to get your staff i have to have extra staff for that you know you pray for good weather yeah, for the whole weekend. Yes. Not just Saturday, yes. you know, for that. Yeah. And even, you know, any of those events, like even going back to Fun Fest, I mean, like when we rained out Friday, what the marathon it makes it on Saturday is mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. For everyone. Mm-hmm. Awful. Yeah. Yeah, we have kind of tagged it sometimes the not so fun fest because we mm-hmm. run our tails off. I mean, we yeah. are wore out mm-hmm. by the time we get done with that. Oh, event. by the time that that second enduro on sunday is done you want nothing to do with it i mean mean, it's a great time you have a great time if the weather's good yeah but if the weather is bad everything gets so jammed up and i mean you just don't get a break i mean last year you and i were both the same way we had both campers totally hooked up ready to pull out (laughs) sunday morning that second enduro hit and it was you you ran to the truck gone yeah yeah I pieced out on Sunday last year. <laughs> I don't blame you. I mean, you know, if, if we were able to, we you know, we would have, but mm-hmm. it's... Uh, I made sure that everything was done, and yeah. I left at 5 a.m. that morning, and I drove to Tennessee. Yeah. I don't blame you one bit. If I had that option, I probably would have. Well, then, me and Dustin was makeshift 
entertainment there that one night remember i went and <laughs> yeah, got all my dj yeah. stuff so we so there was something going on for everybody camping out there that and I've, see and then you go back to you know what do you do well i got to make sure that gates are going to be open for 24 for three at three solid days yeah. and armbands at midnight switch over to the next color and yeah that that whole deal is and that's a shout out to those like you know tommy sits down there at the front gate mm-hmm. all night long yep you know and yep. it, it's and i already told him i said you know last year we tried on friday night of the jackson keeping it open 24 um from the time we opened on friday till saturday night i already told him put it on your schedule you know yeah. that way that we don't have to worry about going and collecting those grounds on saturday morning from everybody yeah, that, that don't want to get up <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's it's i mean that's good that you know they, they get coming and and then the people don't understand you know they're like why do i got to pay well mm-hmm. i mean you let one person slip in there you're never going to get him mm-hmm. back out you know you have to do that you know we kind of had an an instance this weekend of well, i don't have my armband or you didn't give me one well if i didn't give you one then maybe you should have stopped on saturday on your way out the pit gate and said hmm are you sure you gave me an armband or you know i and i don't believe that statement because it's the ladies <clears throat> up front are really thorough about that oh yes you know you and wendy at the pit gate are very thorough about that i mean you know i always say that it's not a fun job because if something doesn't go right i have to answer to jim price yeah you know and at the end of the night if i'm you know 50 armbands off which thank god like i said i've got a great crew of you know or they might say this happened or we've been testing something that you know it's like i don't know if that went through or not you know or you know it didn't give them a receipt or you know and i'm like just forget it don't offer it just be done with it you know it's not worth it not going through and then being short money or you know well like i said and that's such and brownstown is unique in the sense that you've got 10 feet to the to the shack to the front gate yeah it's not like some of these racetracks where you can you you go to lawrenceburg you can weave people in and out Mm -hmm. and have have things backed up forever at Brownstown, it becomes a real traffic issue right away. So it is a pressure deal that you got to get keep people. Well, a lot moving. of the racetracks you park, and then and you then go, go pay, pay it to get absolutely. Yeah, so a lot yeah. of people don't understand that, and they're like, "Why do you do that?" It's our ground. I mean, that's how we're set up. It's right. always been that way. And I said it time and time again, if I could find a way to make it easier, I would. But then you got, you know, for instance, Fair Week. You know, you got people walking up and standing at the fence yeah. well no that's not you know that's why we do what we do because we don't want that yeah because uh, you know you would have such a a collection of people who would be parked around that fence especially there in turn four that would that never, never pay, pay to get in because they you can see enough there and it is it's the whole grounds and the event of what you get well, we have that for. issue at our high school with baseball oh, games yeah a lot of the parents will park out in the parking lot and not go into the the baseball stadium you know mm-hmm. for that same reason they, mm-hmm. they avoid that two dollars you know mm-hmm. and this is you know i've been kind of caught some weekends of you know if you look at the forecast going to lane's ball games and sunday looks kind of mm, iffy and i'm like they're like do you want a weekend band or you want a one day <laughs> you know and exactly. i'm like if my kid if i buy a one day and if my kid ain't worth that extra two bucks on sunday then i don't need to be there right i oh, agree yeah. with that 100 percent. yes you know, agree yeah. with that 100%. Because that's the money that keeps the program going. Right. You know, or that tournament going. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that's a, the very first tournament that we played at. They didn't have gate fees. You had to pay as a team a, a set price. We had to pay $200 as a team to play, and that included our gate fees. Well, that's so pretty cool. That, yeah. yeah. So we didn't have to worry about it the first game, but it that's was because nice. of the whole COVID thing. All right. So, Nikki, here's the here's the 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 fun part i want to ask you about before we go because we're actually and you're going to be shocked we're 50 minutes in already and you, you never guess that would you i wouldn't have. you're you, you were nervous coming in but what is what is the one thing and not naming <clears throat> names but what is the one thing that is your pet peeve in the job you do at the racetrack that a driver or a fan or somebody does repeatedly that's just your total pet peeve being at the payout window five minutes or less after the the cars have came off the track wanting their money (laughs) oh yeah that 
You don't even have the results in that in that <laughs> amount of time. No. Most of the time. No. And they don't move. They just stand there. Oh no, they they statue. They're they are there. I thought she was gonna say me asking for nine volt batteries for the wireless mine. <laughs> no. yeah. But I've got you stocked in the cabinet. Hey, speaking of that, Jim Price, you still owe me two double A's from the icebreaker trophy last year that wouldn't light up that I put in there. Just that was your throttled up donation. Yeah, yeah, Jim, I, I got got the trophy to light up for you. But you know, and everybody laughs of speaking of another thing that i have done you know there was a couple years in a row that we got rained out fair week mm-hmm. on thursday and it's like everybody disappears when it starts raining like you know and here you've got pits that are a mess you got tr- trucks and trailers trying to get out they're backed up because people from the fair are trying to leave so two years in a row you know i was traffic director with a victoria's secret pink umbrella and my phone flashlight out on 250 (laughs) and i'm like i don't get paid enough to do this you should come better prepared when we used to go to concerts at uh deer creek you'll love this story i still call it deer creek all the time but when i was in high school i mean we were going like almost every weekend or every couple weekends we'd go up there some sun show so i had a construction vest and a flashlight that we always kept in the car so we'd get to the car and i'd get it and whatever lane my my friends were coming out i would stand there and i would direct traffic like i was a worker so i'd let like two out of this lane that was going against us i'd let like 15 out of this lane and it was a great gig because people will offer you beers they'll offer you anything to let their car go but the the names i got called when my friend's car would pull in and i'd get in the back seat we'd drive right out <laughs> i even had one day the state cop come up to me he goes do you work here and i go no nah, dude i do this every concert so that's how i get my friends out faster and he's like doing a good job man keep it up i don't even care he's like, and he's it's like, funny you're, you're you say helping. that because the last time that i did it there was a county cop that drove by me on 250. <laughs> It's like never stopped and said, "Hey, can I help you with that? Would you like a flashlight?" <laughs> he just kept driving. Now, this guy's like, "Hey, man, you're doing a you're doing a fine job." We like, don't like directing traffic. As don't cops, worry so. about it. I'm just moving on. <laughs> but the longer you work there, I've noticed you acquire more and more jobs mm-hmm. because this year, you know, we lost Bart as the flagman last year. I have acquired the drivers' meeting, which oh, I I yeah. never, you know, so now. The driver's meeting is my responsibility. That's it, where you go back to, you made the statement of spreading yourself so thin. And, and we really, you know, it's because mm-hmm. I got told you when we came back after the, the COVID break that, hey, the driver's meetings are now your responsibility. And, you know, I don't mind, but it, it's it's like, okay, you know, I didn't plan for this because I've never, you know, in all the years past, I haven't done that. But now this, and, you know, so it's, I've noticed the longer you're there, it's like, okay, you can do this too. And yeah, then you I've can do this. Stocked toilet paper. I mean, Oh yeah. Who, who are the ones? Or who? Where is the first place they're going to go in the pits if they're out of toilet paper? They're coming to the pit shack. Oh yeah. If you ever call me, if you ever say call Matt Staples and tell me I need to do the, the drivers meeting, it'll be short. Just send it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> you would not believe those guys that's raised for years and years and years though that I think some of them need that drivers meeting. Rick Gum still not made it to one. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> still waiting on Rick. <laughs> you know, and everybody says to me also of, you know, we're talking about weekends off, and you talked about Eldora. I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw this out there to you. I've been to Eldora one time. Back wow. in '98. I was there in '98. I've never been to Florence. Really? Weekends off? Why do I want to go spend it at a racetrack? Now, see, I'm because you don't have to work. <laughs> I'm just the opposite. I, I that's my time to go be a fan that right. I don't get to be. Yeah. So, yeah, and and you know, and I'll be honest, I never felt that as much in the the previous years like you did, but even like this year, the first weekend I had off from shooting video and doing some of that stuff, it was I wanted to go with Joss, and I just wanted to go with Joss Moffat. I just wanted to go watch races at Lawrenceburg, Indiana Midget Week. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do anything. Like, I just wanted to hang out. And so I get that part a lot better now. See, my plan for Friday, if we're allowed by Friday, is I'm going to go to Moeller and watch Zach Burton race over there. Because they're, they're having... No, Moeller's canceled. Moeller's canceled. Yep. Saw it right before we started the show. Mm-hmm. See, 
when I was at work this morning, it was still on. Yep. They because after the whole mask thing. Yep. So and, and Ohio can't have people from out of if, which I don't even know this either. It said what it, you can't have anyone from a state that has a fifteen percent or higher positive rate. Which I'm like, I don't even know what our positive rate is. And they stop me at the border and they're like, "What?" It, I'm like, I would have no clue. But so, but no, Moeller is canceled. Well, I'm not going Friday then. That's your negative on the day right there. Thanks. You might get the north south in August, maybe. Well, that's a plan. I'm, I'll definitely be there for that one, but <laughs> I would say that's going to be the the hope is that. Yeah. One. Oh, I think the world's done. You know, the world 100. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised they haven't even announced it yet to be honest. Yeah. Well, they don't cancel those though. They just postpone them to the next year. Yeah. Cuz that sounds better. That's great marketing. So, all right. Well, Nikki, I want to say this because we are right at that hour. Um, uh, Steve Peden says 3Z and P3 are headed to Ponderosa. Oh. So there you go. Might have to go that way then. So, man, Peden must, I mean, he's stuck it out all night long tonight. He must think I really say some mean things about him when he gets off. So, Well, when you turn the mic off, when you say the worst things. Yeah. Usually when he's here. <laughs> 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 but uh, Nikki, I want to say this. Number one, and I told you this in the message I sent you, and I will say it um, live on air too. You don't get enough credit for what you do. It is a thankless job. Um, but I do want you to know that we appreciate everything you do to help us get the chance to go race. Um, you're exactly right. People should be um, headed to the racetrack to make sure they can get it in while it is. So I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you coming on here. Um, I know that you were nervous when you came on. I hope it was not as bad as you it expected. Um, and I appreciate you being real and telling yeah. the stories about your dad. That was that's probably one of the coolest things we've had on here so far. Well, I, I thought about on the way down here. I thought I want to thank you guys for having me on. Do I? I you know, racing family is the best. Oh you yeah. Know, those long weekends people asking do you need something do you want something you know can i get you some food or even when they just show up at the pit shack with here you go you've had a long weekend that that means the world you know do i always have a smile on my face you know no i don't because sometimes my head is 50 directions on a big show you know trying to get everything done to make sure that everybody gets paid you know Mm -hmm. well on a saturday night all of us are stressed yes and and for different reasons but Mm -hmm. i mean it's I'm not that my job is over when the checkered flag drops. I right. can't just go put up my radio and and smile and, and have a beer and right. it's no, all good. No. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, that's what I signed up for is sometimes what I say, but there's been many, many, many times in the seven years with big shows I've cried to the track and I've cried going home because, you know, I've worried about what the weather's going to be if everything's going to go the way it should be you know and uh, jamie schaefer will back me on this saying of we got this and that's what you have to go by you know it is what it i hate the saying is it is what it is but it takes a lot of work well i'm gonna tell you what you guys kick ass at it thank you and i mean that wholeheartedly and i'll say this because i say it every saturday night at the driver's meeting the pick payout window closes 30 minutes after the last checker flag <laughs> not three minutes yeah 30 <laughs> minutes and you don't yeah you don't have to be there as he's waving the checkered flag yeah. let him yeah. get him in the bag and climb out of the the flag i, I mean morgan peden the other night was like and she was all joking and having fun but she was cracking me up of come on don't you have that done? i'm like morgan i don't even have it yet there's the road go on i'll send it to you if I'm right, though, that usually Jacoby Hines is the last guy to give oh, me good advice. Yes, mind. but this week it was Matt Boatnick for all people. Really? I mean, come on. Got to say, buddy, I, I got some concerns here because you, know, you talked earlier that you you are loyal to Pete and the P3. And Pete just commented and said that Matt tells me everything when the mics go off. Mm. So. Steve, I'm readjusting my friends. <laughs> so, uh, but no, and uh, Steve, well, you tell it to his face, so I'm, I'm just repeating it. <laughs> That's why I told him that one yeah. day. I said, I'm not a keyboard warrior. I say mean things yeah. to your face, and on social media, I'm nice. So, but, um, <laughs> but no, I, first of all, Steve and to Steve Peden and Zach Burton, good luck this weekend at Ponderosa. I guess that's um, where I'm going now. Yeah, it sounds like it. Unless um, it gets canceled by then. 
I don't know what I got Friday night. I may jump in with you. Okay. Um, I'll have to look and see what I got. Uh, I know I got Salem on Saturday. but And, Nikki, again, thank you for being here. It was a blast. Um, like I said, it was something we wanted to do different and kind of highlight what you do and what, you know, everybody sees you, but they don't know all the work that goes in behind it. I appreciate it, and thanks for having me on. All right. All right, everybody. We will be back next week with a really special episode. Yeah. Um, we'll make a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, we're going to make it a surprise, but just to say Matt's going to Matt's gonna try and make me the odd man out. Well, that's pretty easy because you're odd, man. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us.